Hi, hello, and welcome to a special episode of GameSpot After Dark. We're doing a spoiler cast for one of the best games of 2020, one that's near and dear to my heart and everyone here who's joined me on this episode. We are talking about Yakuza Like a Dragon. Y'all been asking for this for a minute, and we finally got it. And I'm joined by the best people to talk about this game. So y'all may, uh, oh, damn, y'all may recognize my voice. I'm Michael Hyam, editor for the GameSpot family. Red Veterans, ooh, ooh, dang, ooh. I'm Did all, you have some kimchi earlier or something? I'm already getting <laughs> choked already up. Choked I'm already up. thinking yeah, about yeah. it. I'm already thinking about it, man, because we're about to, yo, you, well, you want to hear some grown man cry? Let's go. But anyway, I'm Michael Heim, editor for GameSpot Family, Red Ventures Clan, formerly of CBS, but we got transferred. Hate to see it, but uh, I, I cannot do this by myself, so I am joined by some good friends like Jean-Luc Seipke, video producer for the GameSpot Family, Red Ventures Clan. Boom, boom. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm, it, I'm so excited. We've been talking about wanting to do this for a while. People in the GameSpot Discord have been asking when you all doing Yakuza yeah. like a dragon. It's happening. This is for you. Yeah, we got some we got some feelings. We got some got some things to get off our chests. And to do that with us, we also have Ben Jenka, publisher, video publisher for the GameSpot family, Red Ventures Clan. Boom boom. How's it going? Uh I'm ready to cry. I'm ready to talk about my favorite boy and cry a whole bunch. Let's get it. And nothing but illustrious guests on the GameSpot After Dark podcast. We are joined by an esteemed guest. Y'all may recognize his work for years and years at IGN because you see his goddamn face on almost every video and you love to see it. We're joined by a crime boy himself. Also, Max Scoville, host of the IGN, host at the IGN family, a Ziff Davis Alliance. How you doing, man? With finesse. I'm doing pretty good. Um, Thanks for having me, guys. This is great. Yeah. Max, you you. So Ben has been uh, a longtime advocate of the of the Yakuza franchise, but I feel like me, Jean Luc, and you as well, Max, kind of got into it around the same time, around like when Zero was popping. So kind of uh, since uh, folks may oh you've been on the After Dark podcast like back when we used to do it physically in person. <laughs> I remember that shit in the before times. Oh, yes. Man. Yeah, but Ben, I used to work with Ben at uh, when he was at IGN, and Ben, I owe you a life debt because you. You were like, you should play Yakuza. You should check it out. You should play those games. You might like them. And then after, you know, maybe three years after you had continually done that, I checked out Zero and then the rest is history. Right. Yeah. Same thing for me because Ben is, yeah, Ben was the advocate in the GameSpot Mm -hmm. offices. Also, shouts out to Peter Brown, RIP, love you, miss you, dog. Uh, He's still alive, but I miss him. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, we have all gathered here today because we share that sort of uh, same like love and appreciation for what Yakuza does. And obviously, Like a Dragon is a brand new storyline. Um, and also, for those listening, if you are on your Yakuza journey, I would love for you to listen to this podcast. We would all love for you to listen to this. But as advocates of the Yakuza franchise, we highly advise that you don't at this time. So if you're in the middle of your journey or if you're in the middle of Yakuza like a dragon, bookmark the shit <laughs> and come back to it later because this is a spoiler cast and we are laying it all on the line. But yeah, I want to I toss it to y'all. I want, I want y'all to kind of just uh, express what has drawn you into the franchise and also uh, your general takes on Yakuza like a dragon. I want to start with Max since you are our guest. I think it's uh, it's only right that we let you uh, have the platform to kind of spill your heart out. Uh, so, what is your what is your general takeaway from Like a Dragon, which you've finished recently, and kind of like what are the hooks that drawn you to the franchise as a whole? 
So I actually I finished it this last weekend. I got a late start on it and kept getting sidetracked by other stuff. And it's a it's a hefty game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I you know because it had that weird like it was a launch title for the new Xbox, despite Yakuza being historically a PlayStation you know franchise. Uh, so I was kind of just I just didn't get the jump on it because I you know was playing a bunch of other games that came out. But I, I finally got to do it. Uh, and I think you know if I'm being completely honest, I think I had a little bit of Yakuza fatigue going in. You know because I'd played. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they put out like what, like like one and a half games a year yeah. for the last three years, something like that. Yep. And I was kind of like, you know, I like Camarocho. Uh, you know, I would love to go visit there physically, but I, you know, running around that same neighborhood, maybe whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like a dragon completely sucked me in. Like I completely fell in love with it. Um, I think having a new protagonist is is so good. I love Kiryu to death, but like, it's also, you know, he's, he's kind of, he's, he's literally a boomer. Like he's kind of old, you know, he's, <laughs> he's definitely, uh, you know, he's, he's been around for a bit. And I think also, you know, the Yakuza games very much found their, they found their, their voice over the course of, you know, seven games. Um, and with this one, I, it's interesting that it kind of shifted from being this game about, uh, you know, this sort of unkillable lone wolf, uh, you know, hero, to being more of a it's more party based and it's also more about community but the whole theme about community has always been a part of yakuza it's always been you know you have these big sort of operatic uh you know crime stories where you know kiryu's you know fighting the various you know clans and there's all this gang warfare going on but at the same time he's also you know he's helping little old ladies and he's running (laughs) errands and he's you know hanging out with like neighborhood children and it's like that's the thing that's always kind of sucked me into the games like the you know the big the you know the big highlight stuff is is cool and that's where a lot of the really you know some of the most you know badass stuff happens, but at the same time, the really human moments and the little the sub stories and everything that sort of happens in the margins is what has always kind of attracted me. And I feel like like a dragon really did a phenomenal job of managing to integrate a lot of that into the main story. Like mm-hmm. it still has the sort of big operatic large scale you know Yakuza crime story, but it's also just very much about neighborhood and community and uh, you know I think ordinary people, which is which is cool, Ooh. you know. Yeah. Definitely. Yo, I uh, couldn't have said it better myself because uh, that that's that's also part of uh, what drew me into the game as well. And I've, I've said as much uh, in my review. Y'all should check it on GameSpot.com. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, I'm 1000% with you on all of that. Uh, so I want to throw it over to Ben. What are uh, so are you are actually the chairman of this this group we're talking <laughs> we're talking here with. Uh, so, Ben, with your lengthy history with the Yakuza franchise, what? was like obviously we know that you love the game as much as any of us do here but kind of give us give us how, your thoughts and feelings uh, overall of like a dragon and how that fits into the your like long-term love and history with the franchise uh i think max nailed a lot of it right away but like for me personally i i was really curious to see what that studio would do moving away from their traditional like street brawler combat into like a, a like a jrpg turn-based like how could they take that and make it their own thing? Because they can't—they can't just copy like a Final Fantasy over. They can't just copy over a Dragon Quest. Uh, they have to put that that RGG flair on it, and I think they did a really good job with that. And beyond that, Yakuza has always been about how it mixes the the crime drama with the those silly moments inside, like the sub stories and all that, and the characters. And even from like the moment we got that first kind of reveal, like it was like a, it was like a dual trailer that showed Ichiban not looking as hot as he does later on. And they also showed off the fist of the North star game, like in the same trailer. 
there was something that kind of really interested me about Ichiban because he even then he was kind of the inverse of what Kiryu was. His suit's uh, like a, an inverse yeah. color. <laughs> his, his hair's out instead of in. And I, I just wanted to know more about what he was about. And even when the, the Japanese release came out, I sat there and I, I listened to Ichibanka like three times Ooh. a day. I, w- I, <laughs> I wouldn't stop. Uh, I love that song. And the whole time not not realizing what that actually held in the translated lyrics. We can talk about that later on. But I just seeing these new characters in this new system, in this new storyline and how it could connect and tie back to the older games was the biggest hook for me. And I think they really knocked it out of the park and I really loved it. And Ichiban is easily my favorite character in the whole series now, which is wild. Ooh, Cause like, wow. Yeah. Kiryu's got big shoes and it takes a lot to, to, to fill them or, or kind of take up that spot. But I really think they, they, they killed it with him. He's good. Ichiban is fantastic. He number li- one. He literally does have big shoes. Yeah. I feel like the rest of him got modernized, but he's still got like PS3 shoes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh my god yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at just wanted to want to see what they did and i'm really good with how it turned out yeah all right jean luc you're up all right so yeah i mean you know i agree with what everyone said so far for me uh i'm gonna steal something that tamor said uh on a on an episode after dark where he's like the like a dragon uh, discovering its rpg roots is like the equivalent of um the fast and furious franchise discovering it can be an action franchise it's one of those things that mm-hmm. you just like in your head you're like that's a weird direction to go in, but you just realize like this fits so perfectly, like the way they were able to translate all of these like JRPG mechanics, like into the Yakuza format while like still retaining everything that is Yakuza. It feels so fresh in a way where like, I was kind of like max, like, you know, uh, feeling a little Yakuza burnout, been loving Yakuza. Like I'll always play Yakuza and always enjoy it. But I was like, you know, I mean, because I, I marathoned like all six of them in like one year. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe like Same. I did that to myself, to be fair. Like, don't do that mm-hmm. uh, uh, unless you want to, in which case you should absolutely do that. But I was like, you know, OK, like what, what's this going to bring you to the table? And just like that, that simple reinvention, like changes, recontextualizes so many of the mechanics in this game and like makes everything feel fresh in a way that was just like, wow, like it, 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 it's Yakuza, but it also feels like a whole new, a whole new thing. And like that to me, like just blew me away how good it is. And then it's like, you know, and then, yeah, like Ichiban is like, he's so different from like Kiryu in a way that's just like fantastic. Like he's, he's like a, he's a shonen jump protagonist, you know, like he, he just wants to like, headbutt everyone and 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 tell them that they're you know like his best friends and 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 punch them <laughs> until they understand like i'm you know like that dude oh like i love him i love i love yeah. Ichiban. we'll get more into that obviously but yeah like yeah that, that that's that's an incredible place to kind of jump off i guess like uh as i said um i think the crux of my interview was uh, or my interview the fuck my re- review of the game i i didn't sit there and talk to the, the digital copy of the game uh, but the crux of my re- review was that, like, that was through the lens lens of Ichiban because he's such a different protagonist, and he is your vehicle to understanding everything that happens in the game and Yokohama, and kind of in the same way that Kiryu is for 
seven games for the most part. Obviously, there's other uh, characters who get involved. But the thing for me about Ichiban is that he, I see a lot of myself in him. So it's a lot more relatable. So I felt like through seven games, we were on the sidelines watching this badass dude do badass shit. And I fucking love that. We all love that, right? But there, when you when you go into a new game, it's okay. I I'm expecting something like fresh and new that I haven't expected before. I didn't expect to have someone who kind of who brought all of the the different emotions that I feel that I I sometimes I I don't consciously kind of uh, lay out for myself that and to see that in a character laid out so plainly about like how hard he fights, about how much he loves the people around him, and how he's how Ichiban is just always trust someone, even though he has no reasons to trust them. He's like, nah, I see something good in you. And I feel like we can be good friends, but I, I, if you try and beat my ass, I'm still, I'm still going to be there for you. Uh, and I think that when I look back at my time with Yakuza, uh, like a dragon, the thing that I always remember is Ichiban and how much I love him. And like Ben had mentioned that he's probably your favorite character in Yakuza. I think he's my favorite character of all time. Like, because he represents so much that of what I always want to see in a main character. And he he does it so, so accurately uh, in a way that, you know, because uh, for me, I love Persona games, but I feel like each character in Persona is, represents a specific type. But for me, Ichiban is everything. Uh, and uh, man, that's my guy. So I think that uh, since he is kind of the lens we see the story through, um, do we, we, okay, I want to leave the floor open, but. Can we talk about how he's a big old JRPG nerd? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, I think yeah. that that's, that's one of the most fascinating things about this game is how it is both, like, it is simultaneously a JRPG, a love letter to JRPGs, mm. and also a satire of JRPGs. And it's like, it's so, mm-hmm. that is a, a sort of, layered product we don't see often in games Mm -hmm. you know like they're Mm -hmm. they're frequently these kind of like not to say games are one note but they're like they there's not a lot of like you know you don't have a lot of like nuance you don't have a lot of variety despite them being sort of very long form uh and it's i'm trying to think of something to compare it to uh i'm not a like I'm not a musicals guy, but I want to say the Book of Mormon would be a good comparison in that it's a it's like a parody of musicals, but it's also a good musical in the process. Yeah, or, yes. You know, and it's it's that it's such a it's such a fine line to walk. And I see this a lot in, you know, dealing with people on the internet. But if you make it's possible to really love something and still make fun of it. In fact, mm-hmm. that's what friends do. Like friends make fun of each other. Like that's that's a sign of like, you know, affection in a lot of places, or you know, if you have fun friends, I guess. Um <laughs> But like, you know, if you're going to, you know, you, 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 you fuck around with your friends, you roast them, you goof around with them, but, uh, you know, you can still also have heart to hearts with them. And it's kind of weird that you have that almost with the mechanics of the game. Like if there's, if there's a complete, complete opposite to like Luda narrative dissonance, it's to have a video game where the protagonist has some kind of, you know, weird break with reality where he thinks he's in a JRPG. <laughs> yes. Like there, I mean, yep. yeah, like if there's a fourth wall of the games, like that is the most interesting way it's been broken, I think. And I think, I think it benefits by it being Ichiban, like as the protagonist, like you couldn't do this with Kiryu. And I think like the whole, they take advantage of the fact that Ichiban is who he is. So he, they can do like, they can make him look like an idiot in this game in a way that like you could not do with Kiryu. So you can have weird stuff where he's like, hallucinating uh like trash bag men which i guess is like this game's version of slimes or something like (laughs) 
or he's like summoning people on his phone and uh, digging through trash. He's collecting cans, which is like it's like mm-hmm. that, you know, th- there's like that hero's journey about it. We're like, I love that this game you start with no money. Like absolutely nothing. I think that's so like you are scraping by, like you literally are collecting like money under vending machines and you're like, Oh shit, I found 500 yen. I'm going to be eating good tonight. And then (laughs) it has that like JRPG, like insane, like escalation of power. where like by the end of that game, you, you know, if you do like the, the, the holdings mini game, you literally are like making like millions of dollars. And, uh, I, the way they like translate like those JRPG mechanics, like into like the real world is like, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a game like set temporary RPG mechanics, like in like modern day, like, it, uh, cause even like persona is like, you know, there's mystical shit going on in Yakuza. Mm. There is no mystical shit. All the mystical shit is just in, it's just in Ichiban's head. I, I feel you on that. And that's, that's something that I think that makes Yakuza like a dragon so special is because this is a JRPG about regular ass adults. Um, and with, with Ichiban kind of leading that, that charge is that you get a really, it's, it's very, so like a dragon is very sincere. For as ridiculous as it gets, um, for all like the, the the plot twists and betrayals and all that, it's still like there there's an element of it that we as uh, adults can relate to in a way that you know when we watch shonen anime or we play like traditional JRPGs, like I love Persona, but at some point it's kind of like I want to see I I do want a more uh, like a, a grown up perspective, and that's kind of what you get at a at a like a dragon, so. But you do you do go through that 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 traditional Yakuza route of this organization is betraying this gang and I this person I'm not like this person has is like a triple agent not even a double agent for this one organization so the the kind of the things that happen in Ichiban's life like I I, I don't want to do like a beat for beat story summary because I feel like if you're listening to this you have played the game and you know what kind what kind of happens but throughout throughout the journey like the different things that happen to Ichiban like what are what are some of the what are some of the late game moments that really stand out to you um through throughout this journey i think that i guess to kick things off i think for me is so we will also talk about how uh, other characters get involved too but there's a moment in which uh when kiryu cosmic kiryu our boy gets involved and the the weirdest shit is like seeing kiryu outside like in this it, it felt like an out of body uh, out of body experience when you play this game it's like wait i should be controlling that dude but i'm <laughs> either fighting him or he's like like he's not the centerpiece and that's such a that was such a weird moment where like oh also i love i'm eat- i love that he's like he's like i'm not i'm not supposed to be here like i you didn't you didn't see me <laughs> yeah. like please forget you saw me. and they're all sort of like who is that guy? And it's so mm-hmm. cool to go in that with like that context of like, I know who that man is. I know why he's not saying he should be here. Yeah. yeah. And, but it's, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, what's his name is like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who he I was is. Just a like, bodyguard. I hired, uh, could tell you his name if I tried. That was the hypest moment yeah. though. Like yeah. the, the framing where he just like punches in and then, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Like, 
I don't know what I expected. I knew that they were going to rope them in somehow. And I know they popped up in like, I think in some trailers because I, I feel yeah. like Japanese yeah. games are always like, mm-hmm. here's some shit from the last act. And you're like, well, thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, well, yes. Yeah, there's Metal Gear's dick. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but like, no, it's like that. That I, I was I was kind of just being like, you know, I had it sort of off to one side and then I, you know, ignored it purposely. And then going into the game, I was like, Kiryu's going to pop up anywhere now like he's going to show up somewhere like he's going to be you know he's going to be a sub story he's going to be like a random you know like someone i run into and i was kind of surprised that he he well he and you know majima played such a big role in the actual core story because yeah you know I, and i'm not complaining about it but it is that weird thing where they definitely marketed this game as like a jumping on point for new players and i was kind of shocked to see them you know dip into the existing lore so heavily when this is yes. this is ichiban's yeah. game you know yeah, um, I think yeah, I, I was I was kind of conflicted on how I felt about that because it was a hype moment to see Kiryu jump in and be and fight alongside everyone. I was like, "Yo, this is so cool! This is like a a moment in which I can see Ichiban on the same level as the characters I grew like grew to love." And I think that that elevated him to like their level of status. Even though I knew he kicked ass, it was more of like to see him fight alongside everyone or to fight those, 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 those characters was like, shit, like he means business. Um, so I was a little bit conflicted on it, but yeah. And I, I do feel like, Oh, I, I thought it would be like cameos or something, but no, nah, like Daigo, Majima, Saijima and Kiryu are very, very important to what happens in the late game. Cause there's like a, there's chapter 12 when shit changes and it's like, okay, now the story relies on the Tojo clan and the legends of the Tojo clan. So, like, how did y'all feel about that? Yeah, I was going to say, like, that whole storyline is, like, wild because they, yeah, they just bring that in and they decide, like, okay, we're going to kind of, like, wrap up, like, the, the story of those characters in this new story. Like, they're using Ichiban as, like, an opportunity to, to like, conclude that stuff. Like, I was not expecting him to be, like, the Tojo clan is dead. Like we are, we are, we have now right. like, you know, cause in, in my head I was thinking like, cause you know, at the beginning of the game, like that's the whole thing is like, Oh, the Tojo clan has gone. It's a great setup. And I was like, ah, the Tojo clan is going to come back. Like it's the Tojo clan. They've been around for, <laughs> yeah. you know, all these games. And then, and then it's like, Nope. Like Daigo has dissolved the Tojo clan. And then like they dissolved mm-hmm. the Omi Alliance. And I was like, that's crazy. Like they are burning that bridge down. And I'm just like, where, where, where do you even go with that? Like, what do you do? Like, like how do you? They got, they, you know, they got something up their Legitimate sleeve. Legitimate businesses. They're just going to yeah, go yeah. on the level. It's going to be fine. They got Can construction. They Majima got security. running like a legitimate construction company. Like, no. Nah, they're going to buy a Get confection company and they're going to buy Tojo a Holdings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ben, did you want to jump in? Because I know that like probably seeing these characters that you've, you've known longer than we have. Like, what was your what was your take on those those kind of like, oh, shit moments where because like when you see because I, I didn't know what I was expecting. I actually didn't know that Majima and Sajima were involved in the way that they did. So when you see them, because when, when you go to the Omi Alliance to kind of like settle shit between the two clans and you make it to a certain point, you see Majima and Sajima stepping down and like, oh, fuck, do I have to fight them? Do I have to fight both of them at the same time? It was just it was a really high moment, but I just kind of. It took me a while to kind of understand or to to accept that, I guess. Uh, so for you, what was what was your take on that? So I I'm I'm actually really big pro for it. Like I I 
uh-huh. I really enjoyed it. And I remember when that Japanese trailer came out that showed uh, the intro to the fight against Kiryu. And I was so upset that that got spoiled for me because I was like, oh, now I know he's in here. Why would you put this in the trailer? This is dumb, whatever. But having that moment before that fight happened caught me completely off guard where he he comes in and, and saves the day last second from the guy who was going to come in with the knife. And that that whole that whole scene where they're just having the giant Yakuza like fight and you've got like people you thought were against you like I'm going to go on the side that's having the most fun. I'm going to switch over Yakuza to Yakuza All-Stars. Like, <laughs> and it's it's a great moment because it's not just like you as a as a person who's played the older games getting excited like hell fucking yeah, Kiryu's here, Majima's here, Sajima's here. All my boys were doing this. Ichiban also does it too. He's like we're here. We're about to lay out all these fools with these. Actually, he literally says "Legends of Yakuza" like in his dialogue, <laughs> and I'm like, yep. "You guys know exactly what you're doing," and I'm I'm all for it. So, yeah. Like we were saying earlier, it's it's a game that seems like it was kind of set up to bring in new people, but I'm glad that they kind of put those little things aside for people like like us who had played the other games who would get excited or stoked about that, and like. Even we, we haven't like talked about it, but one of my favorite ones uh, was when you finally get to Camarocho and you're like, we need a place to hide out. What do we do? And Adachi like leans in. He's like, hold on. Yeah. I know a bar. Yeah. Sumira. I know a guy. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not about to take me to go see Date in the middle of this ending of this game right now. And then that's exactly what they did. And I Yo. jumped out of my chair and I'm like, that's my that's my boy. That's my favorite detective. I love him. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of those cool moments where, like, if you know, you know. Uh, and, like, so the, the Date moment was, like, ah, sh- I think shit, that was man. that was my that was my favorite as far as, like, the callbacks went. Because it yes. was, like, the whole time, like, you meet a Dachi and you're, like, oh, like, you're a shitty old cop. Like, do you know this dude? Like, are you pals? Like, do you, you know, do you go way back? And then, yeah, like, it was, it was I don't know. That, I mean, that's that's the the kind of thing that keeps me sticking around with these games is that it's the it's the friendship mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. see like, Oh, these characters are pals, but not in a way that makes it feel like, Oh, this is a way too small of a universe. Like the fact that, that Ichiban sees all these like, you know, legends of Yakuza, but he doesn't know who they are exactly. Like some of them he's yeah. heard rumors, but it's not like, Oh, I've always looked up to him. He was like a brother to me. It's like, that would be, that would be terrible. That would feel like way too, way too small. But I don't know, like being like, Oh, like hey, it's Date. Like that's, that felt like the right scale, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And because to us, it's like, oh shit. But to that, the characters are like, it's like either like, oh, I see you, but I don't really know you. Or it's like, oh shit, homies again. So um, it really has like a, a like a level tone for those hype moments. And I I, I do like those callbacks. Yeah, do you want to say something? I was going to say, uh, even, even when he does see Majima for the first time, uh, he doesn't call him Majima Goro. He's like, oh, I heard about... The, the mad dog of yes. Shimano who used to be part of the Tojo clan. That wouldn't happen to be you, would it? Like, And then Majima's like, hey, fuck around and yeah. find out. And then straight up when he sees Kiryu, he's like, I don't know who you are, but I'm glad you're here to like kick ass with me. Like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was so I was going to say um, the, the way that Kiryu was sort of first introduced reminded me a lot of snake and metal gear solid 2 yeah which yeah yeah the whole po- the whole yeah. point of that like i t- i mean the, allegedly was that to be like oh you you understand the character better if you're not playing as them like you when you see them kind of doing their own thing and like i just it just kind of hit me that that's that's what this game did on so many levels like i mean it was 
it was weird to flip it and be like, oh, like, you know, previously where it's like, oh, you get to play as Majima, which, uh, you know, it's that's an interesting kind of subversion of this. But to be like, here's a brand new character who is a fan of video games and he's exists in the Yakuza universe. And then oh, he gets no. to like is Raiden and in, in Ichiban just the same Oh no! No, I, I, I absolutely, I really, not. I really like Ichiban. So no, <laughs> there you go. Okay, um, but I, I mean, uh, also love like even going down to the the his tattoo and the title. Like, he's not a dragon. He's like a dragon. He's like, like a dragon. You know, it's right? just yeah. yeah. It's and that, that that's the closest translation to Ryuga Gotoku, like like a dragon. So it's like this really the strong thematic connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. the way they use that with the title uh, is so good. Even like like. The the way they use like the soapland in like Kamarocho, we're like, that was yeah. like a thing in like Yakuza One, and then like it gets destroyed, and it kind of just like sits there for like the entire rest of the franchise, and like Majima destroyed mm-hmm. that shit in, in one. Drove a truck straight into it. <laughs> Man, yep. is, are they just gonna like tear this down, or someone's gonna renovate it, or whatever? And and I always felt like it was like this weird thing that they just like never touched in the game, but then it's like, oh no, that all paid off when he was born there. So you have this moment where he goes back there and it's like destroyed. And it's like simultaneously like a cool nod for a fan because like, they're even like, yeah, some idiot ruined it like yeah, 10 yeah. years they ago. Say that, yeah. Like some, someone drove a fucking truck. Into but then this, it also like, ha- adds this wild. like emotional connection for like Ichiban because it like means something to him personally, like seeing it destroyed while he was in jail, like meant something. And I was like, that's a, really clever way of like utilizing like an old location from like a previous Yakuza. I, I love the parallels of like Kyu getting out of jail and like Ichiban getting out of jail. Yeah. And the fact mm-hmm. that it's like, here's how much has changed since the Yakuza franchise started. Mm. And that it's yeah. even down to the fact that like an adult man who likes video games is like not really that big of a deal, you know, like it, it's, I, it's hard to imagine like a Kiryu who'd be like, I have to, you know, I want to go play video games. Like that's, I love, I grew up playing. It's like, you, cause they weren't a thing when he was younger, you know, like that doesn't, that doesn't add up right. But with Ichiban, it totally, it totally works. And it kind of adds to that. I mean, it's, it's generational in a way that we don't really see much in games. Yeah. And that, 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 that's obviously we, we mentioned that that's such a huge part of Ichiban's character is that he's a kid at heart. And I think that's, that's part of his, how naive he is. Um, but luckily for him, that that's, that's what gets him to uh, to the things that he wants to like uncover is that he he does have that 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 trust in everyone because he thinks he's the, like he says it like I want to be a hero like I want to be the hero of the day just like in Dragon Quest and then Nanba is like yeah man like fucking you be the hero dog like you can do it uh, and it, it's such a warm moment because like for me for us who play video games like we play the heroes all the time and it's like damn I wish I can get like them I don't know if that'll ever happen but in this game it's like no you can do it and you don't have to like be the one who saves the world if you are someone who helps somebody or if you achieve something for yourself and you you bring people along the way and you have these strong connections and you you do good and help people that's that's being a hero in and of itself i think that's that's a message that comes across strong because you have someone as goofy but also as, as like as uh as serious as like Ichiban takes him he doesn't take things too seriously but uh he believes in what he believes very strongly uh and that's the kind of balance uh that I just love so much about him and it really sells you on like why he's chasing his father figure after I guess tragic events that happened so I mean 
I guess we can transition to like the actual story uh, of Ichiban and how we feel about it. Because um, like obviously plot twists and turns is always going to happen in Yakuza games. So essentially what happens is like he takes the fall for his family uh, and then he spends 18 years in jail. He comes back and he's ex- he's expecting to be accepted by everyone. He gets out of jail and no one's there for him. He's all alone. And it's heartbreaking because it's like, what, what did he ever do? Because you play like a couple hours before he goes to jail. I'm like, this guy's so like, oh, he's dumb. But like, I, I'd, I'd kick it with him. And, and he, he's he's dope. He wants to, he wants to help, help kids and all this other shit. Um, and then just no one's there for him. And it's it's really heartbreaking moment that kind of like sets the tone for how you should feel about Ichiban. And then you're like, dude, I need to find out what happens to like, where's where's uh, Arakawa? Where's where's my where's my where's my guy? And then he gets shot by him. And then from that moment on, he's like, nah, he couldn't have betrayed me. There has to be something more. Of course, there's something more. But everyone's telling him to let it go like to move on that you that the like, you don't need to be pursuing this you're only going to get yourself in trouble you're only going to put people in danger but he's like no fuck that shit i'm going to find out what 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 really happens and then so <laughs> it, it did the thing where like we've played enough of these games to the point where we're like we know that there's an <laughs> ulterior motive and he didn't really mean it and it was kind of like this thing like all right i can accept that like oh you shot someone so closely to their heart that could have fucking killed him if you were <laughs> off the mark by a couple inches. But all right. The, the second Nanba, so like, uh, after he heals him, says like, oh, yeah, it went like clean through, like hit no no organs or anything. I was like, That was right, the moment you're we like, I can't believe okay. this notorious assassin barely killed me. <laughs> yeah. So how do y'all feel about like that that dynamic between Arakawa, rest in peace, and Ichiban like? that drive to find out who he is and that payoff once they do reconnect. I think for, for me, the, the thing that really made me love Ichiban the most is the arc that he goes through in kind of losing family, gaining what he thinks is a family and then slowly gaining uh, another real family kind of at the end, not like by Mm. blood, but by them being very good friends and being there for him. And I think that is the Mm -hmm. the strongest theme, at least for me is Mm -hmm. finding family and caring about the people closest to you. And also Ichiban's whole, like I'm going to be a hero and I'm going to help everyone and I'm going to save everyone. And him being this like happy, go get them like all the time. I'm always going to do whatever I can until you get into the late chapters and he, he loses who he looked at as a father. doesn't realize he's his father at that point. And everything just sort of spirals. And you see this character that was so happy all the time, kind of just get yeah. angry and mad and seeing that switch. And him, I didn't, I didn't expect it. It's, it's a Yakuza game. We know that people can't be happy in Yakuza game. Something bad has to happen to them all the time. And it, <laughs> it hit really hard, especially with Ichiban because his was about the bonds. Uh, and eventually getting to that point where you're, you're, you're like dealing with, uh, you're in the tower and he's Ichiban's at like his, his last like wit. He can't, he can't find any other way. He's like, if I can't get him to stop, I'll punch him until he stops. And he realizes that punching him doesn't stop him either. And, 
you get you get to like the locker scene and all he can do is just yell. Yeah, yeah. He, he could, yeah. all he can do is yell. He's like, you you were my first friend I ever had. You mean the world to me. Just stop. Don't yeah. do it. And him learning <laughs> that through him wanting to be a hero and help everyone, he can't. And like eventually yeah. having that turn where there's like a little glimmer of hope and uh fucking, yeah so yeah. i'm getting ahead yeah, of myself but i just is is the big yeah, thing for me that that whole I arc mean, for him realizing that he can't save everyone i love that he's he's this wonderful like earnest you know genuine hero and then he you know things things go off the rails and he he has to get checked by Kiryu. Like that's the thing that, mm. you know, he, he reigns him in. He's, yeah, he, that was he, the moment. Yeah. He starts to kind of become like more of a, you know, kind of a piece of shit. And Kiryu comes and just sort of, you know, uncles him. And like, you know, yeah. uh, said son. Yeah. And it, and it's, uh, I don't know. Also, uh, speaking to the Arakawa twist, I, I had that spoiled for me so horribly. I, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. no. I had to interview George Takei. Uh, over oh, over sh- Skype yeah. for this game and doing like frantic research I was like looking at the arc and it's like weird because the game had already been out forever and I like I didn't see the very small spoiler <sighs> warning on the wiki page oh. and just kept going by and I was like hate <coughs> well fuck <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was uh, that was fun fun prep but um no I mean that this is the kind of I feel like this is the sort of big picture stuff that I don't love about the Yakuza games. Like it is definitely like a thing that's kind of their trademark, but the big, huge, almost excessive twists and turns to the point that you kind of lose track of who double crossed whom and like who's yeah. the triple agent or what have you, where I, I really do kind of wish that it was a less is more approach. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it if it was less is more than all the, the completely ludicrous over the top stuff where like, you know, there's a secret golden palace or like the battleship comes out of the ground or whatever, you know, whatever the thing is. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. That would be kind of, you know, that would seem even more out of place. So I, I do kind of appreciate the, the you know, very all over the place. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the, the arc in this one was really it was really pretty lovely. And the. I don't there's also that whole thing of like, you know, you don't you don't always get along with your parents, but you know, you sometimes you bond with like your friend's parents and there's that whole thing of, you know, it's I don't like what, you know, what is like family is kind of where you find it a lot of the time. And, you know, the actual mm-hmm. the actual blood connection isn't isn't the be all end all, though, that, you know, sort of gets kind of switched around a little bit here. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, what you said is great. Like, it's like you try to you try to punch the dude to death and it doesn't that doesn't change anything. But then I don't maybe talk about your feelings and see how that goes and hope that nobody <laughs> runs up with a knife and fucks things up for, for real. Oh my God. So yeah, we're, we're talking about uh, Masato Arakawa, who is uh, apparently supposedly the son of, of, of Arakawa, the, the, the actual like patriarch of the family of the Toja clan f- family that he's the, so he's the one that um, Ichiban is seeking out throughout the whole game, but also in the be- early hours, Arakawa is a son who goes by Masato uh, and uh, Ichiban is constantly like, so Masato is kind of a piece of shit, but Ichiban's like, no, you're my bro, dog. Like we're homies. I'll do anything for you. And then they have that, that club scene where um, they're all hanging out and he's like, like trying to do his best, whatever. And like shit goes down. And then obviously like throughout the game, you found out change Masato changes identity to Rio Aoki. Who's like a politician figure. So this game gets into like some politics, uh, and shit like that. So it, 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 yo, this game goes in so many goddamn directions. 
but I, it does make good on all the directions it, it does go in. And it still ties into all the themes that y'all mentioned about like about how Ichiban, he very quickly finds out, uncovers what happened to Masato. You think he died, but he changed his identity. He got surgery, and now he's like an able-bodied person who's now trying to conquer the world, which is like some some typical Yakuza shit. But the the connection that Ichiban has and the way he tries to go about it up until the very, very end, uh, where he's literally staring down a gun again, um, instead of this father figure, now it's his brother figure that is like ready to shoot him. But uh, he still, Ichiban still doesn't give up on that and wins for a second. Uh, obviously, tragedy strikes, but yeah, like to get to that point, so much fucking shit happens. And I, I'm with you on Max. That's actually one of the things I critiqued in my review was like, there are maybe a few too many plot twists and turns, I feel like. Uh, and I think it kind of dilutes the, the the overall thing. Like the whole thing about like the babies <laughs> getting mixed up in the locker. Like, that's that's yeah. like some peak Yakuza shit right there. <laughs> yeah, that is like yeah. really. That, that was like, this is the most. Like I could see a battleship surfacing from underground. Like if you played Yakuza 6 uh, Song of Life, like, all right, what was, I could get what was that. the What was the thing? What was the closest to that we had in this one? Like, I feel like there's always there's always like something that's it borders on like science fiction or supernatural. I guess it would be the um, uh, the secret like surveillance. Hub yeah. yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like surveillance. Yeah, sure. The money, money printing. Yeah, the money printing machine. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's probably there. It. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Yeah. The late like the yep. 3D money printer or whatever that was. <laughs> the realization lasers. that the stalemates like, all like this planned <laughs> thing to keep the peace. And <laughs> oh, my God. Like this mass money printing. Like, yo, hook me up with that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I do think that there was a little too many plots, but I, I do feel like it came together and, but in that, in, in those moments, it's kind of like, I think about how Ichiban had gotten to that moment. Cause I also think about the moment where he, like when he finds out Arakawa dies, like the father Arakawa and he just like loses his shit and Kiryu has to come in and be like, boy, cause Ichiban's on the, cause in that moment I was, I was pissed. Cause I was like. I feel like he's he's losing his edge, but at the same time, I try and like think about like what would it be like to finally achieve your goal and have it like taken away from you in in such like in in a matter of a day, and just his his breakdown is kind of like damn. I don't want to see him like this, but I get it. And then Kiryu does come in and be like, "This ain't the way." Uh, so I I came to kind of uh, appreciate and understand that. But I also I think it's important to recognize that Ichiban, as much as I love him and much as I identify with him, he doesn't become who he is without the people around him. And I kind of want to talk about the party dynamic and the different uh, mm. characters who get involved in this. And I think obviously it serves the story because this overall, like the subheadlines of my review, is the power of friendship. And like Ichiban is our lens to kind of understand. Like you have drinks over at Survive Bar, and you're like. Tell me about your life, dog. And like, oh, I went through this and went through that. Like, let's solve that together. I can help you, man. Just like, you know, we'll have some whiskey. We'll we'll talk about our life and all that. Uh, so like Ichiban is helping them kind of understand who they are, but they're also fighting alongside him the entire way through. So it's it's very much not an individual story like Kiryu. So quick aside, um, did, did yeah. you guys play it with the dub on? No, but sub. Play Japanese. The bar mostly. the bartender is David Hayes. Yeah. And, what? Uh, yeah. yeah. And even better? You want to know what, what on top of that? Uh Akechi's voice actor is Solid Snake's Japanese voice actor. 
So you got both. Oh, that's so, oh, oh my both, god, that's so good. Both snake voice actors in the same game, like. Also, wow. did you guys wow. pick up on the hint that the bartender is Kashiwagi? It's Kashiwagi. Kashiwagi yeah. They called it Survive Bar because they didn't kill him. He, I, I looked at him like, this, this is obviously, this is Kashiwagi. He has the scar. It's exactly yeah, but him. I was like, like, he died in Yakuza 3. That fool got shot up by a fucking minigun off a goddamn helicopter. And I was like, hey, <laughs> but he survived, though. <laughs> you remember that in Yakuza 3, I right? got So here's my confession is I am like halfway through Yakuza 3. Well, you're halfway. Listen, going through, going from Yakuza Kiwami two to Yakuza three. Oh, it's probably three. Oh, yeah. It is. There is a it's slowdown a, there. Yeah. Huge difference. Um, yeah. Then yeah, I mean, I don't, it, they're you know they're long games. I yeah, but. <laughs> Shit, I hope oh, I didn't spoil man. that. I think no, it's I, dude. It's it's fine. It's it's not like you know Arakawa's secret identity or anything. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that total. Like, oh yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's just Kashiwaki. And the, the game never says it in a way that I was like, are they going to tell me? Or th- is there going to be a moment where they... Nope. nope. They just... Because there, there's never a moment where where uh, Ichiban finds out who, who Kiryu is. It's just like, it is what it twice. is. They do that twice. There's another character they do that with too. Uh, the, the guy under the bridge that you can sell weapons to. Yeah, it's like yeah. a completely optional thing. He's oh, like a yeah. dude from like Yakuza 1 as well. That was like, you're also supposed to be dead. Like, what the fuck is, what is going on in this game? <laughs> Everyone just w- went to Yokohama yeah. and said, fuck it, we'll, we'll live new lives. Dude, I love Survive uh, Bar. Apparently. Like the addition of that, <laughs> yeah. like you go in that. It's basically like the hideout. And it's like yeah, LeBlanc. It's, it's LeBlanc. I mean, okay, first off, you go, you buy, uh, you can buy like soundtracks from different, Sega game. So like I bought <laughs> yeah. like um Beneath the Mask and just started playing that. Yeah. And I'm just like walking around, like talking to my buddies, getting my social links up. Beneath the mask is playing. And I'm like, what game am I playing? <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Well, there's a brand new persona beat 'em up out in stores today if you want. <laughs> yeah. like, I love that they just yep. like they just traded places there. It's, I love it. The best timeline yeah. for that. For that only. Oh man. But I, I I I just feel like the 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 party dynamic. I feel like it's something that they can't get away from anymore because everyone else is so strong, right? Like Nanba, like I I love Nanba a lot. Obviously, he's he's important because he has his own motivations for helping Ichiban. When those motivations get revealed, Ichiban's like, I understand, I get it. It's not it's not a bad thing that you like quote unquote used me to get to your own goal. I understand why you're motivated by that, and. Like when Nanba like comes back and he gives him the big hug and all that, like you don't get those moments if you don't have a constant party dynamic. And like Psycho is like one of the most like one of the most smartest and level headed characters in the game, and she's dope as hell. And obviously Adachi has his his background in uh, in law enforcement that helps you leverage ways to advance your goals in the story. Mm-hmm. And obviously like Junki Han. Yo, let me tell you, yo, Junki, huh? my, that's my, ooh, that's my boy. And the funniest shit is like, when you get to know, like, cause coming off six, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing here? That fool got shot mm-hmm. in the head. That was, Yakuza that six. was like some beer fest logic. Oh yeah. Like that was like, <laughs> I, 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 it makes more sense than Kashiwagi coming yeah, back. Yeah, I'll tell you that yeah. Cause it's like, oh, he's the, he's like the head honcho of the, 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 the Korean, the Jing, Jingwan. And it's like, oh, I'm his body double who looks exactly like him. Like, I can see that. That's believable, I guess. And you find that out through his social link in uh, when you uh, chill with him at Survive Bar and all that. So it's just a, it's such a also, weird move yeah. to be like, we really like this character from a previous game, but how do we get him in here? 
Well, well, if it, put, oh, so, put so much effort into just, making him just beautiful. Get him in right? there. Make sure he looks hot as hot as hell. But and then hell throw yeah. in some backstory that doesn't make any sense. Go for it. You know. <laughs> Love oh, it. Oh man, but yeah. So, uh, but also, uh, uh, was it Zhao? Zhao? Yo, Cho? Yeah, Cho? Cho? Yeah, yeah. That you're talking. Beautiful, beautiful man. Oh my! I've never seen such a. I said, "What did I say?" Oh, uh, what about Ari? Akiyama. I said, "I said Akiyama is the the most handsome dude I've ever seen in video games." <laughs> I don't know about that anymore, man. Because this, dude I think is... Zhao's character design is a little bit like he definitely is overdoing it a, a, a scooch. You know, he's got what like basketball shorts <laughs> over Under Armour in high tops that match his jacket. It, it, with the, with I the, know, I know people. It's like so that, funny though. when you meet him because you're like, <laughs> this is the guy who's running. Like you're like. <laughs> And he's just like so flippant. He's like in his his, his 30s. He's not taking he's anything high, seriously. Also, and you're yeah. like, I don't believe this. Like this this guy's whatever. And then when he joins your party and he actually like in his social link explains like, oh, yeah, I didn't really ever care about that. I just did it because like my dad was in charge and then people told me to be. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. OK, I believe that. All right. You're all right. I get it. Like, again, they like they What's that? justify it after. A- is there like a word for that feeling you get when a character who's like kind of a villain becomes like the the good person and you're and you're oh. like happy for like there's like okay. not catharsis because it's much dumber than that but like that feeling of like yeah. <laughs> like oh Vegeta's a good guy now oh I feel good like that yeah. whatever <laughs> that is for it. that is yeah. such a good point I there's so I bet there much is. of that in this yeah, and yeah. I'm I'm really I'm very into it uh, yeah how many wait so we have let's see. We have the separated at birth with the, you know, the switcheroo coin lockers. We've got mm-hmm. uh, Psycho and her sister, the twin, the twin situation. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You've yeah. got Joongi Han and his body double lookalike. Like there's some, yep. they really went full Yakuza with this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's really just like a lot of. <laughs> they said, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, Zhao's so good because like, is like. Is he, he a lot of people think of him as a Majima type where he's like kind of unhinged, no, but there's he's a like moment real chill. when when yeah, when the the Chinese Luo Mon gang like kind of lose everything they have, you talk to him on the side streets and you just like, damn man, like the homies, they got nowhere to go anymore. Like the reason why we're even here is because we just want a place to live. That's why we do anything at all anyway to begin with. Um and that extends to Jun Gi Han and uh the Korean Gomi Jewel. And like both Jungi Han and Zhao are both lenses to see those different perspectives as well. And I think that's they're not just extra party members to play as who are hot dudes. They're also <laughs> they also represent different Asian yeah. cultures and the reason why they're they are in Yokohama to begin with. So I think this um, but yeah, game I, does like such a better job of like justifying like these like illegal organizations and like why you would be rooting mm-hmm. for them because like they they really get into like these these organizations are born out of like societal woes and they're you know they're they're doing illegal acts but they're they're doing it to try and protect people that the system failed versus like yeah. you know I love Kiryu but it was always a little weird that it's like Kiryu you're such a nice guy like why are you in the yakuza like it was always like this weird thing and uh, th- that I feel like the I had a hard time like fully wrestling with of like, like what, why, why is Kiryu like a member of the Yakuza? Like I never a hundred percent picked up on that, but I feel like the, these games like do such a, like a better job of like making these like criminal organizations like feel like, Oh, I get it. I get why they exist. Like I get, you know, they're what they're trying to do. And like, you feel for them more. 
Yeah, there's definitely a, a like a strong human element to to the like the Egen three, which is the Koreans, the Chinese, and the mm. actual um, the, yakuza. Uh, the uh, the yakuza gang that exists in Yokohama, and they all rely on each other. Even though there's kind of there's there's always tension between them, they also that tension is a delicate balance that they need in order to exist, and that's strongly justified throughout the story. It's like you when you when you bust up into that meeting. For the first time, and you see all three leaders in the same room just chilling, you kind of just get it. Like, oh, like y'all, y'all are in your own separate realms, but need each other in a way to protect. Because, like the China, like the Chinese and the Koreans, like as immigrants, they can be easily exploited. Like the Koreans, uh, the Comey Jewel, like use, um, they get like their electricity through illegal means because they can't be seen that's a whole philosophy around the comey jewel is that they they need to live in the shadows um so it's this, it's this really humanizing element to where and that extends to other things like i mentioned we like we mentioned a lot is that this game humanizes like sex workers mm. and kind of contextualizing the fact that they have nothing this is all that they can do so this is how they're going to make their lives work and it never shames them for that and also like paints that in a light that's uh it's it normalizes those sorts of things because those things do happen in in the world around us um and uh like and we can also talk about like poverty and homelessness uh throughout the game so there is like i think we've touched on it before uh, like throughout this conversation is that like a dragon is the most i uh, comprehensive story that the series has ever told and also the most uh empathetic and that's the thing that sells me on this game as like like my favorite entry in the series because that's that's the shit that really hits for me so i just kind of want to like throw it around and be like what were the in with that regard like what are the things that stood out most to y'all because like all of that especially like the asian immigrants as like like filipinos in japan get treated uh differently in there like we've had a very tenuous history between the philippines and japan and also with like Koreans and Chinese and to see all of those elements kind of brought together in this, in the story as not just a side thing, but it's integral to what happens in there. So uh, with all those things in consideration, like what is like, how'd y'all feel about that? What were your takeaways? I mean, I'd love to see an American game that has that level of nuance and like, mm. you know, uh, I guess progressiveness without being forced. Like yeah. the fact that it was, I mean, that it was like, hey, here's, I, I mean, you know, we have, you know, earlier Yakuza games where like the immigrants are the bad guys. And yeah. it's, you know, it's always more complicated than that. But in this case, it was so nice to be like, no, here, there are people who are here and they're here. They're, they're people, you know, like they want to, they just want the, they, at the end of the day, they want the same shit that everyone else does, which is just, you know, food and a roof over your head. And like it, you know, obviously it's not. You know, it's it's not Oscar fodder. You know, it's like it's pretty it's it's still Yakuza. It's still over the top. But it was cool to see them kind of just, I guess, open things up that way. And it's not, you know, it's uh, I'd be really curious to hear what the sort of the barometer is on this in in, in Japan, like because I obviously like it's such a opaque kind of culture. And I don't I there's so much there's so much nuance to that entire sort of society that I am completely not remotely you know attuned to as a you know gaijin whatever but um you know it's 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 kind of notoriously xenophobic and for there to be you know other asian cultures that are having trouble sort of assimilating there or not being welcome and then on the sort of opposite side of that you've got you know sort of you know ground ground level marginalized people the homeless sex workers and it's i don't know i love that it wasn't 
there was never a question of like, oh, this person works in sex work. Like that's, ooh, that's pretty weird. It was just like, oh, like there's there's something wrong with how she's being treated. You know, like it's it's always been, I don't know. It it it, it felt so. I don't know. The heart is the heart. It's in the heart. It's heart is in the right place. Like it's it's so so genuine, and I, I love that about it. Yes. You know? mm. Yeah. Like yeah, the the way the, those things are integrated into the story feel natural. Um, because like you, uh, you try working for a soap land, something happens there. And then obviously you need to rely on the Koreans and the Chinese in order to get to your goal. And obviously you make friends with someone who manages like the, the properties, uh, for sex workers. And obviously like Nanba, who is, who eventually you find out is posing as someone who's homeless. But in that process, you, you have to, you have to, like Ichiban has to live through that, and like the whole, the whole, like the early scene where, um, so this is part of Ichiban's growth too, is where he's like, why don't y'all just get like jobs? Like there's a job center right there, like Hello Work is right there. Come on, let's all go. We can do this. And then Nanba like says, shut the fuck up. Like you, you don't know what you're talking about right now. Like you need to understand that just like things happen in people's lives that they just they've tried. Trust me, they've tried. But this is. This is who they are, and this is what they have to have to face, and you you need to respect that in a way. It is uh, it, it's all these different elements are represent like they're not represented perfectly. There are some pitfalls, mm. but uh, the the game goes for it, and largely, I think it really it really nails those elements in a way that it makes sense it, for it. It doesn't come out of left. It manages field. to have a lot of really good messages without coming across as preachy, except in parts where yes. it's like preachy in a really charming way where it's like we should be the best people we can possibly like, you know like yeah. anime preaching yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. uh the, the <laughs> my, my brain always goes back to the part where um ichiban is like he 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 runs in the political race and he like has oh, that that yeah, moment where he thing. uh with kume where he like has like a uh i guess like a debate uh with him at the park maybe my uh-huh. favorite moment in the game uh because he just like He's just calling it out like it is. You know, he's just like calling Kume on his bullshit. I'd, I'd vote for Ichiban in a heartbeat. Absolutely. That, yeah. <laughs> Ichiban for... He for <laughs> I, I lost track of what was happening in the the very... Uh, the myriad twists and turns of that, that tail end. He didn't win the election, did he? They never said that. And I was kind of hoping that he would. Like, I was waiting I for her, like, the shoe to drop. Because Kume goes to jail and it's like, well, by default... Wouldn't, Right? Ichiban won the election. Is that what the, the sequel's sequel gonna is? be? Oh yeah! <laughs> it's like, oh shit! I actually have to go into. I have to report to office because I'm an elected <laughs> official now. I mean, I kind of love that. Who's the Who's the dude from uh, Final Fight? Though, who's the mustache mayor with the he? You know, beats Mike people up Hagar. With the there we go, Mike Hagar. I love the idea of Ichiban being like a Mike Hagar type, and he's just oh, like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm an elected <laughs> official, but I will beat the shit out of you in the street if you are acting up. <laughs> Oh my I love it. god! I almost forgot. Yeah, I almost forgot about that. Where basically, because that—that's the moment you have to get like three million yen. And at that moment, I was like, "Shit, I don't got three Dude. million yen." I wasn't that deep into the. <laughs> you should have been. A, the, you should have been a cracker boss. You should have yeah. been getting up there and doing making. Dude, Sendai, I make man. three million yen per <sighs> yeah. shareholder meeting. It it's was like nothing. It's, I, I love that whole. I got. I, oh I'm not. God, I'm not into that shit. Like I don't get into those games. I got sucked. so sucked into that. I would like. 
like I would I would be like not doing my work because of that. Like I'd be like I'd be in like a meeting and I'd have like my camera <laughs> off and I'm just like, uh, oh, there's a TV advertisement. Oh, they're putting my rooster on the poster. I'm gonna sell so many crackers or whatever. Yeah. There was the, the, so there's that whole there's that whole like Arakawa cut scene where they're walking walking along the waterfront. It's like really sad mm-hmm. and somber. Um, I was sitting there watching that with my wife and she's always like kind of like paying attention with one one ear and she's just asked like the most like the most grounding questions to sort of pull me back to be like, yeah, cause it's bonkers, but we're sitting there and she's like, Oh, that's, that's pretty sad. And I'm like, you see that Ferris wheel over there? <laughs> I own that theme park and it's managed by an eight year old boy, a chimpanzee and a Roomba. And it oh. makes me 2 million yen a day. And I'm looking to make bank off that shit. Oh my God. But yeah, yeah I felt like a class trader. Cause it was like, Oh, I get it. I, I I get how running a business like I'm all I'm all in I'm full capitalist yeah. like you you're not doing enough you got to go fired like sure was bringing back <laughs> it's it, it's a trap I don't man. like your face man get out of here you're only you're only rated R I need some some S S R or some, whatever I need some S R ranks also like you're not you're missing this you're just missing a little bit of charm to actually so I can rake in the most most money off of this property I lo- hate to see it go. but somebody else is lined up and they I they love can like do you it. go up to people on the street. And that you go up to them and be like, hey, what's going on with you? And they're like, I used to be, I used to work in IT, but I'm out of work now because I hate my job and I quit. And you're like, you want to come work for me? And they're like, you're not sexy enough. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm the number one corporation in Japan. You don't want to, I'm the CEO. Come work for my cracker company. <laughs> oh. oh my God. But yeah, Ichiban Holdings is a whole nother thing, man. Because like like Max, you said, like, I don't usually mess with business management type games, but it, it, it brings you in. You just get that, that, because it, that is like one of the most it's it's the absurdist humor right it's the fact that you're helping like a horny grandma and her her daughter like build a go from a confectionery uh shop to fucking ichiban holdings a multi-million yen corporation that and manages multiple properties across the, Yokohama. the boss fights their shareholders meetings and you're yeah. fighting ev- evil share- corporation Yo. people like who are <laughs> like- so much of this game feels like it was a it was a joke like they were just like, what if you had, what if you had to, like you had to fight shareholders? Like, I mean, that was totally like a joke that somebody made in a conference room about like how, you know, I don't know, Seg is publicly traded or something. And they were like, <laughs> throw it yeah. in the game. What if, yeah. What if it was like an RPG thing where you have to match the personalities and you need to argue against them, but you have to manage meters and like the, you have to race against the clock. Like, it's it's not even like a, like a silly, like throwaway thing because it helps you get money, obviously, but you also get a whole new party member for finishing it. Do. Which is yeah. really rad. And I, I know people who played through the game who who didn't get too into it and they completely missed having that extra person in there. Apparently she's the best party member, speedrunners claim. She's like the party member to get because I guess she's like her her specific class is broken. I believe it she's got she's very good with a box cutter. Yo, she's from the Bronx, dude. She's <laughs> slicing motherfuckers <laughs> with a box cutter. Holy shit. Shouts out to her, Ari. That's that's Aries, the, that's Aries the cool. She's good. She looks exactly like someone I know back home as well. So every time I, I'm like, you're Yo. from with the box cutter. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she she wouldn't slice. Anyone I loved I loved cutter, when bro. you're with the whole class and job system and just like also alternating mm-hmm. costumes. I loved how there would be like character specific attacks that were tied to like a different class that you'd level <laughs> up, and it would just wouldn't make any sense where you'd have like a character who's dressed like a hostess but is actually a dominatrix, but she's throwing thumbtacks at people or whatever. And you're like, what, what am I playing as again? Like, what's my, yeah. what role am yeah. I playing in this role playing game? 
Oh, you're playing all of them. And that that's that's a, that's another thing too about this game is that like that job system too is plays into the ridiculousness and like each job is like yeah, it's supposed to be like character classes, but it makes sense in the context of the Yakuza world like oh shit, these are actual jobs like chef, like breakdancer. Breakdancer's not a job, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey, you you if you write, you know, I I I've, I've written Bart. You've written Bart. <laughs> oh, that's Bart okay, enough. fair point, like, fair point. You know, they they put out the hat and they're like, "Hey, come on, Pong. Y'all got y'all got dollars. Y'all got change. Like we just did a bunch of flips on Bart. Come on, let's go." <laughs> but like uh, all, all those things just like, intertwine, and like like you said, like you can be musician and then you carry over some skills from that, even if you change jobs. It's just man, the deeper you get into it, it's just that, that's another thing too. It, it, it gets ridiculous to a point where I'm like funny fighting Tendo at the very end at the top of the Millennium Tower because everything has to end at the Millennium Tower. And I just forget about how fucking stupid it is that Adachi is a fucking samurai in a business suit <laughs> and that I'm wearing fucking dragon scale armor as Ichiban. And you summon your orbital laser. This motherfucker with an electric bat. And homegirl over here is a singer. She's an idol who's healing everyone through the power of music. How the fuck? Like, I don't, and I didn't even bat an I, eye. You don't even bat an eye by the time you make it to those. I things. had to duck between Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and this, and not to not to kick that dead cyber horse <laughs> or whatever. But like the fact that that's a game where there's just like there's dildos everywhere that don't do anything. Meanwhile, in Yakuza, I've got Ichiban decked out with a gigantic Hitachi massager yeah. that he's just like one hitting people with, and then meanwhile somebody else is outfitted with like. What I can only guess are sex beads as a bracelet that ups their magic points. Like, because the fact that the fact that their whole like the first time you need to like go get armor, they're like, well, there's a armory around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a sex toy store. Yeah. Oh, my God. But yeah, like so like I I do feel like uh, like a dragon ups the absurdity a lot more like. Did that I think that worked. It sounds like it worked for y'all. Oh, yeah. But like, what are your favorite parts about it? What What are some things that like it, actually? It felt like, like it, it struck that balance that like Zero had. Like Zero is probably my my other favorite Yakuza, and like that to me had like the perfect balance of like serious and like ridiculous. I think this game's side stories are so mm. freaking good. Like there oh, there Speak are on so it. many. Uh, okay, there's the one where you. Uh, did you guys do the one where, where you find like a dead girl? Yeah, I was gonna you, say you, you do like the weird. That's the, oh, it's my favorite. Oh, yeah. My favorite one in the whole game. It's it's perfect. Cause, Speak on it, John. Luke, you want to go? No, you talk about it. Okay. This is your favorite. Please go. So there's <laughs> a a girl that you meet when you're in Kamurocho in the beginning of the game, who who gets caught up in like some gang stuff, and you end up beating some dudes down, and she's like in a rush to go somewhere, and you beat the dudes down, but she's too scared and runs away. You don't ever see her again. And then like 60 hours later on down the line, you're you're like level 46 doing whatever you're doing. And you run into this the side quest with this lady who's like, hey, I remember you from Kamarocho. You what, what what are you doing? Like running around here? We should go catch up. We should go go do some fun things and, and see where you've been. It's been a while. And through progressing through this, this sub story, you find that things are odd people are looking at you weird you go to like a like an arcade and you get like pictures taken and and people are, are like what, what's that guy doing he's he's just sitting here doing whatever whatever's going on and, and it gets to the point where you you get faced with another group of uh like gang members and they're like i'm gonna beat you up what are you doing here and he's like don't worry i'll protect you and they're like well, there's no one there what are you doing 
And you eventually learned by the end that that person, whatever they were in a hurry to get to, had passed away and you've been hanging out with their spirit all day. And you finally gave them like, <laughs> like the thing Closure. they needed to finally let go and move on to like the set of like that Ferris wheel in the background at night and <laughs> flipping Ichiban just like, man, sometimes it'd be like that, I guess. And then like a cop walks up and it's like, hey, drunkie, go home. Yeah. He's like, sorry, officer. <laughs> like, oh, it, my it, God. No, they had, there was one like that in uh, in six where you had to like mess around in the graveyard. Yeah, was, there were ghosts was, in that yeah, one too. Yeah. There's an established uh, ghosts are real in the Yakuza universe. What the, f- <laughs> the fuck is this game series? <laughs> There's got the- capitalism, homeless people, uh, uh, massagers, sex working games. There's so much shit. There is like equipment. the guy who wants you to like catalog all the enemies in the game. They're called like, uh, what are they called? Sujuman. Yeah, yeah. They're like Sujuman and he's like, He's like, yeah, you like you're like making a Pokedex of like that's, Yakuza yeah. enemies. Like, I mean, again, it's like that's that thing where it's like this is a brilliant satire of like JRPG tropes that is also a good JRPG. And yeah. I love that you like roll mm-hmm. up to his office and it's like meeting Professor Oak for the first time. But instead of like Squirtle and Bulbasaur and Charmander, it's just like three men in different colored suits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three Yakuza. <laughs> um, so I looked this up and I, I love that they're the localization explanation for this is. And good lord, that team does some heavy lifting. But oh yeah, the my god, Sujimon is like, do you ever just see a man on the street who just makes you feel super jittery? We call those people super jittery mon, or like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, yeah. but it's like I think Sujimon is actually like it's Japanese, you know, slang for yakuza or something, which is a much shorter walk to make sense of. <laughs> yeah. I still like, I love that bit so much. Yeah, uh, the the uh, Onomichio <gasps> substance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, what I you know, there's a lot of things that I hate about quarantine, but I'm just I'm just livid that I can't go to a convention dressed as Onomichio. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the, the way they oh, tie it back no. into Kiryu, which they also did in Judgment, if you guys played that, like they made that yeah. same thing. But like the way they're like, yeah, there was this guy. He used to be Onomichio. He's like, you know, the the no one can beat him like he he's the guy I aspire to. And it's. You know, the way he's just like, that sounds like a pretty cool guy. And then you're like, you're like finding fake, like counterfeit uh, Onomichios, which I want that. I want like a real life. Someone, someone made one. Three, uh, can I buy that on like, Etsy? Like, someone on Etsy, could, like 3D someone print. was like making Onomichio statues <gasps> and people were like, that looks like a fake one. And they're like, fine, I'll just make the fake one from the game. So now they sell Can both. you send me the link? Yeah, I would like legitimately, I will buy that. I'll try to find it and, and send it to you. God, I wish they put out a collector's edition and like some of them would have the legit one and oh. some would have the bootleg. Oh, you don't know? Oh, that'd be really good. That would be so good. But no, so like that, <laughs> oh. I, I I played Judgment. I honestly can't remember the Onomichio thing in there. But, well, in that one, I think like you're, I know you're helping because like I think like the guy who is being Onomichio is like, I think he's like being an asshole and he's like shirking on his responsibilities. So you have to help him out. And they made a joke about how like, the last guy who had the Onomichi outfit was like big shoes to fill. And like Yagami's like, oh, you know, mm. like don't know if I can live up to that. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I, I get I it. I think <laughs> the, the biggest joke in there is that this is a mascot for uh, a small town in like a half a country away that is so popular because Kiryu beat up a bunch of dudes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like that's, I don't even know what how to compare. That's like if, I don't know, if we were like buying merch on Fisherman's Wharf of like some like, lobster mascot from maine or something like that doesn't even make any sense like, uh, 
Oh, they they brought in a, a Camarocho mascot though for this one. What was his name? Uh, I hate that thing. So yeah, much. right. Yeah, he, Wait, the Camarocho mascot. He's got he's like, like a dog I don't even or know something. What, he's like a dog. He's got like long ears, and he's got like you, uh, the uh, you power is like a hat. You trade the Tojo pins into him to get special items. Oh yeah. shit! Okay, yeah. That's yeah. how you get what you get the. Oh, can we talk about pound mates? Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! God, that's so funny. I mean, first off, that, prop to the localization team for that name. Yeah, I honestly like I I'm I'm kind of flabbergasted at how well they managed to just like line everything up. And I mean, down to the mouth movements like I don't I hate dubs like I hate watching dubbed anime. I cannot stand it with like a handful of exceptions. And, uh, you know, there's like zoomers who get in my ass about that where they're like, no, some of the dubs are better. But in this case, like they worked with the devs and they they managed to make the mouth movements line up. It's crazy. Like it's it's baffling how well that works. And uh yeah i don't know like that's the pound mates being an instance of that where like i don't i don't know what kind of apps people are using in japan <laughs> i don't know what they're doing over there but the fact that they managed to make like the, the like just it's such a it's such a long walk to be like oh you have a smartphone which is how you do some things in the game but also there's going to be a whole sub story establishing that maybe a dating app is not a dating app. It's an app you use to summon people to beat the shit. <laughs> like what? Like it's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's that kind of like Yakuza, like really long setup for a punchline that winds up becoming totally normalized throughout the course of actually playing the game. Yeah. And they put in a lot of pound mates in that game. You get, um, the, the diaper Yakuza guy shows back up from mm-hmm. Kiwami. There's like, uh there's like the little girl who's like trying to raise money for her like sick brother she ends up being like a pound mate there were some people um, saying that she's related to mr shakedown or something yeah they're saying she's mr shakedown's S- granddaughter something like that but from yakuza zero i'm not sure I'm, I'm down with what was i what was i saying about uh, being happy that things weren't too tightly connected in here <laughs> right? uh, and then nancy and then of course you get nancy, nancy you get nancy, you get nancy yeah. on the cover front and center you love to see that and then, what a, a, like, what a beauty! Just so that was so good. That, that would, I would, I would like summon Nancy just because I wanted to see someone get pinched. Yeah. Like I summoned Nancy in the last boss fight. Didn't do shit, but like, <laughs> oh, I did, know, it, I did it. I did it on Majima because I was like, I got to see Majima get attacked by like a giant crawfish. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Majima's summon was like the beginning. It looks like the beginning of like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Like, oh, that's the, the building and just yeah. I love um. I, like Daigo's is so funny where it's just like it just flies across like the country all the way to like the the Tojo headquarters and he's just like sitting in a chair and then it does like a full Metal Gear homage yeah. where it's like the what is it like the guns of the the forefathers or it's, something it's, it's it's very close to like guns of the Patriots I forget exactly yeah. what it is. but God it's Ugh. it's so good even even like Saijima got a pretty good one where like he pops out of the sewers it just turns into a like a living tornado that they're all yeah they're all really really good. <laughs> Speaking of localization, did you guys do the the murder the murder quest where there's like a murderer that's like going around? Maybe not. I'm sure it sounds familiar. What? Hold on. What? There, there's like, a guy who's like supposed like they're like, oh, yeah, these people. There's like a murderer in in this like neighborhood and he's become like yeah. Internet famous and like people are showing up because they're trying to like take like photos of him for like Twitter because they want to like get like that social clout. And mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, I found the murderer and like take a picture of him. Uh, it turns out it's just like, Oh, it's just a guy who's um, trying to practice his like, you know, profession of being a better butcher. Cause he's like bad at it. He wears, and on- he doesn't want to get um, yeah. blood on him. So he wears a hockey mask, uh, but his name is Jay. 
So everyone calls him, oh, hey, it's Jason. Like Jason. Because he looks like Jason. Wow. Oh, God, that's so good. Like, it's so good. So, so good. I, yeah. They, <laughs> I mean, trying to, like, trying to interpret, like, comedy that doesn't, that's from, like, a, an entirely different culture and then reinterpret it in a way that, like, makes sense to Western audiences is just, like, that's, I mean, that's a fine art in, in and of itself. Like, and I know that there's yeah. there's some people out there in, you know, Reddit threads who are, like, I hate that localization team. They make things too silly. And it's like, okay, what game are you playing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we're so many. You're looking at the, here, even you look at the situations and you're like, there's no way this wasn't ridiculous in the original Japanese, right? Like it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be. They that make way a mockery too, of like, diaper fetishes. This is I will not stand. in the original. It was very serious. And another thing too that they did is they made all the all the karaoke songs in English. Oh too. my god! How the fuck do you put make Bakemi Tai into an English song and make that work? They made it work. So that's that's a particular shout out to Scott Strickert and John Reisenbach, who were both on. Obviously, like John has moved on to eight four. Scott's still there, of course. Uh, but them two actually tag teamed rewriting those songs for English. And uh, you know what? What's your, what? What's they your put favorite? Your favorite one? I like uh, Hellstew. Hellstew's really that, good. It's probably the best yeah. new one. Their English version yeah. of Machine Gun Kiss makes me laugh. Yeah, it's every good. time. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. I need to mess with that. I I don't. I'm like just <laughs> catastrophic shit at rhythm games, so I don't really mess with them <laughs> because I just it makes me feel bad about myself. But I should I should jump in there and mess around. <laughs> but yeah, there's some good shit in there, man. I love I love the karaoke like each character gets their own song and like each song is about them and it's also about their connection to the rest uh, of the the characters too. Yeah, man, like Psycho song, my favorite new one. Yeah, it's just like everyone's so happy together and it's like, yo, I got friends and all this shit. And then Ichiban's is like, you know, I reflecting on my time as a kid when I was playing video games and I when I see a sad kid, I see myself in them too and I want to uplift them as well. Obviously, Machine Gun Kiss and Bakumi Tai are classics, yeah. but that's just uh, that's another element. Like each each side thing in this game, whether it's sub stories or mini games, like this, like Yakuza Like a Dragon, feels like every game. So it, it, it did yeah. you? I'm trying to think of mini games and stuff that I didn't mess with. Did is there dating? There is later on. Kind of. Uh, it's like late game. I mean, because you have to be like like level 10 charisma or something. You and you have so to bring like 100 bonsai plants or I something. Yeah. It's in the, the post, like actually after you finish the game post game that you can actually start doing it. I think you can do it technically before, okay. but it's like it requires such a degree of like, because I try to do that stuff, but I ended up not because it was like, oh, you have to grind like 10 more yeah, like charisma points, and I was like, I this is gonna take forever. Like, I just want. I definitely, to I definitely felt like like there's the what is it, the romance workshop, and I go in there and, and I was and I was yeah. like, hey, so uh, you want to you want to chat? And she's like, it's like she would rather not chat. You don't have high <laughs> enough charisma. And I was like, I bought her a factory and I gave her ten <laughs> ten bonsai trees. Of, yeah, bonsai. Who no? Who who wants the? Is it she likes bonsai trees? Is I that think her? it is. I think she. I likes kept mixing bonsai. up who likes. You know, I did, oh oh so I did the um the school. The the adult education. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, was yeah. good. Uh-huh. Like I honestly, like, this game made me just like question myself in a lot of ways because I was like I'd be messing around doing like business stuff and be like gotta trade those stocks get those shareholders happy and then I would I think that's the first time I've taken a math test in like seventeen <laughs> <Yes>. years. <laughs> yeah, 
It's like cultural test. Like, do you know about sports? Do you know about Sega history? Oh my god! Do you know about cultural customs? The, like the, the Sega the one. Fuck? It was like, who's the protagonist in this act of soccer wars? And I was like, oh god, where's Ben? I need. Yes. I don't. I've never played this. <laughs> it, uh, <laughs> I like took a guess. That that reminded me a lot of. Uh, because I actually did this thing where I'd get on Discord and I'd have like all my friends just kind of do it with me because I was too embarrassed to try and stumble through it myself. Um, but it mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of a long time ago in Mega Man Legends 2. They had the same thing where you do like real world quizzes. And I needed to have mm-hmm. like my whole family come in and like, what's going on with no. this? What are the sex pistols? Tell me about them. <laughs> it sounds like a thing I shouldn't know about. Uh, but it. Uh, so I, I, I said that the the Luda narrative dissonance doesn't, it manages to sort of work around this. But at the same time, like to be the CEO of like the number one corporation, who's also going to community college. And it's like, <laughs> dang, I failed sports history and I can't afford to pay, to pay to buy the next test or whatever. Like that was, I love this. I love this game so did, much. Did you do the Good final, Lord. the final quest related? Cause there's a, the guy who's like, you know, uh, like been part of that school, and he's like super weird. Oh, yeah, no, with like he the girl. my bookstore. He's yeah. cool. We're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you do that. I love when you do that quest. Um, once you get to like Ichiban Holdings, and you, you can do this quest with him, where you're like helping him out, and then at the end, he's like, "Yeah, I'm thinking about applying for this." He's like kind of an ass to you, and he's like, oh, "I'm thinking about applying for this job. It's called like Ichiban Holdings." <laughs> and Ichiban's just like, "Dude, I run that company." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh." <laughs> He's like, please hire me. <laughs> there's, there's so like, even like Dragon Cart has its own <laughs> sub story route, and that like, that's just fun. They too. brought back like, Pocket Racer just, Man, yeah. for that. Yeah, Pocket Racer. Yeah, so that's another, real, that's another character they bring. Go karts now. Granted, he doesn't like, he doesn't face death <laughs> ever in throughout the franchise, which is thankful for. Even he even shows up in six because he's wasn't he's he selling in, tofu? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like retired. His yeah, wife sent like him away to yeah, sell tofu because she's tired of his cars. Yeah. And then he comes back. It's like, yeah, I'm fucking with real cars now. <laughs> I made a course in the Damn. streets. Got rocket launchers laid out for you. Go have fun. The the continuity of Yakuza is is so wild. Did y'all want to add anything else about side stuff? Um, so mm-hmm. side stuff is good. Do it. So uh, I like yeah, Onomichiyo's cool fish purse. Yeah, it's fisherman boots. Yeah. Vital. What for is it like? The, it's the it's the cute fish purse, but then the cool fisherman boots. Right? Yeah, vital for any yeah. fisherman. His ramen hat. The ramen hat. It's a big deal. And then he does the little little that's, pose. Yep. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's my guy. So to like so continuity obviously is a big thing. And then by the time you make it to the end of Yakuza Like a Dragon, it kind of uh, not necessarily comes full circle, but every piece of the Yakuza franchise comes into focus. To where you are at the <laughs> get serious here is like obviously both Masato and uh, the father figure Arakawa are both they die they pass away it's really sad and you go to their funeral where you have to you know everyone's there like or few people are there but the big people the major players are there so Sajima and Majima are there and then Majima's yo the, my favorite thing is that Majima never changes like he's so aloof um, about everything. <laughs> And he always wants to get shit done. And I just I just love that moment where every or like those I, hand few. I busted up laughing the second that scene started because everyone's like sitting up respectfully and, and he's just like, slouching he's so hard in his chair. Just spread I'm like, You're legs. at a funeral, dude. Like, come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> just He's like, Hey, motherfuckers die every day. There's like seven people at the funeral, he can't even shape up. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't uh, stop that man from, but, from spreading his legs when he sits down. I thought that scene was really 
was really lovely because it basically established Ichiban as like a Yakuza hero. Yeah. You know, like that mm. was he's yeah. like he's one of the he's a Yakuza legend now. Like he's one of the he's he's mm-hmm. with the big leagues. But it wasn't in like a I don't know, like it was in a very like kind of humble and very human way. Like it wasn't yeah. You know, it wasn't yeah. some like over the top badass showdown or something. It wasn't on the top of the Millennium Tower. Like it was just at a, you know, it was at a funeral and they were, you know, interacting like sort of, you know, aside from, you know, Majima, like pretty low key people. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's, that's overall, like that's, that's the, my favorite thing is that like a dragon is a passing of the torch in, in a, in a very human way because of how much, how much uh, we, we see ourselves in Ichiban and all that. And, yeah, I, I, that that has me thinking about what what we want to see in the future of Yakuza. Like, if there is a like a dragon two in the process, like, how do we envision that? And like, what do we like? What we, what would we want out of a, a like a dragon two? Obviously, we want to see more of Ichiban, but like, gameplay wise, story wise, what, where do you where do you think it will go? And like, what are you still like hoping for? Uh, joke answer: Hit me with that uh, President Ichiban. Like, go Saints Row four with it. Let, let, me, yeah, let me do it. I mean, do you know local? You could do local government, work your way up. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Hey, he's probably easily he's elected. And he probably doesn't even know it. I, I mean, the the this game like ex- succeeds at at taking really ludicrous concepts and gamifying them, or taking things that are uh-huh. completely mundane and gamifying them in a ludicrous kind of context. And I would love to see them kind of pursue that further. I I yeah. really doubt that the next. I don't know if they've announced the next Yakuza game. I don't they? think so. No, no. I mean, there was like a leak thing of uh, uh, what, like Ryuji stuff or something. I don't, anyway, um, but yeah. like, if they kind of revisit Ichiban, I'd like to. Say, I, I, I really think something where he's doing something more legitimate would be kind of kind of nice. Like, it, it wouldn't. Like running know, for president at, or office, yeah, or whatever, right, yeah, like, or or just. I mean, in the same way that we've said, like, oh, like we've got, um, you know, we've seen like hostess club management we've seen you know construction company rts stuff like they've managed to do like really absurd things with very very ordinary sort of pastimes you know local mm-hmm. like small town baseball management like there's a lot of stuff out Orphanage. there you can do yeah and I, I i seeing them do something like that with ichiban would be really cool like seeing him as this sort mm-hmm. of like stunted adult trying to fit in in a very you know, ordinary sense. And in the same way that he, you know, he looks at this, like this badass crime saga unfolding in front of him, uh, in the, in this one. And, you know, he looks at it like a big epic JRPG and then delivers on that front. It would be kind of interesting to see them almost like scale it back and have like a smaller story that he has to have just as much imagination about. Like I would, if, Mm -hmm. if they're going to do a follow up to this, I would so much rather see it go kind of the Yakuza three route from what I've seen of that game. Like, you know, where it is like you're doing small town, you're doing orphanage stuff like you're doing like very almost out of character things compared to, you know, what the the word Yakuza on the box would, would you know, kind of imply. What you, Jean-Luc, we're talking about what we would want to see out of a follow up to Yakuza like a dragon if that were to, were to happen. Oh, I don't know. I mean, m- my dream is uh, I want them to to fuse judgment and 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 like a dragon like that's. Cause, cause I Ooh. love judgment. I love Yagami. And I, I thought that those characters were so great. And that game already like had like a, like a, like a level of like party level, like friends that like, I feel like would like fit perfectly into like the JRPG mold to see, I don't know. Like I, I kind of want them to go like the Yakuza four route where you're like going between those two characters and maybe you're, you're doing something unique with that. Where like, 
oh, you know, uh, Ichiban gets framed for murder and then Yagami's got to be his like attorney. And then they, you know, they got to do. Yeah. And it's like smaller scale where maybe it's, you know, it's not about like the end of the Tojo clan, but it's like the smaller thing with with uh, because I I, I like that idea a lot. And Max said um, Mm -hmm. that's my like dream pitch. I don't know if they would do that. I don't know if they'll make I would. I just want more judgment, man. I love those characters. <laughs> what uh, you been? I really like that idea of somehow bringing like Yagami and Kaito like into into this extended group of people. But I'm gonna be honest. I I kind of just want more of these characters hanging out in any way. I I'm. It may just be because I've been playing a lot of JRPGs the last like year. But I'd totally be fine if they stuck with that uh, like style of game. Yeah. Uh, and having the party go through and do that kind of thing, I, you can't you can't stop all the yakuza from being around. And I'm sure that if we do get a sequel, it'll probably end up being us. Like, oh, there are yakuza people still running around, and they've got this wild plot they're doing, and everyone has to kind of get together to stop it. But I I just am looking forward to learning more about those characters and seeing those characters again because I they really feel kind of like people that I know. And I, yeah. I got two yeah. words for you. Road trip. Oh, <gasps> go, go full FF 15. Oh, uh, I have you. There's, there's a video. There's a video game that I, I played recently called Persona 5 Strikers. Oh. And um, listen, that, like, yeah. hey, Sega, y'all, 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 y'all in, in contact with each other. Just, you know, do the same thing. Yoko, we can go to Yokohama, we can go to Kamurocho, then we can go to other oh places. God. So I take uh, it back. You know, that, that, that's an easy. Dude, I they can bring back some bad. of the some of the towns from um, Yakuza 5, like they go visit that. Like. Yeah, you go back to Fukuoka. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I love it there. And you can go to, you can go to Sapporo. Yo, we can see, we can see the, the icicle Miku statue. Yeah. Over there. I'm Let's sure they're still there. there. They're still hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So Yakuza there you go. like a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. Like a rolling stone. There you go. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's good, Ben. Uh, thank you for that. Um, before we close this out, I think that, there are, there are a lot of smaller things in the game that I think we that stand out to us that mean uh, that mean something to us. So I kind of just want to go around, and if there's anything left on the table that you want to bring up that that stood out to you that makes uh, your experience with Yakuza like a dragon, um, just like different from everything else that you played, feel free to share that. Max, you got anything? I mean, when I was in I think sixth or seventh grade, when I like I played Warcraft two for the first time, I doodled in my sketchbook like the idea of like a what if they made a real life or like a, you know, a, you know, RTS that was based on real life things. And I swear to God, I was like, one of the units could be like a homeless guy who summons pigeons. <laughs> and to see this game actually have that was just kind of like, well, that blew me away. <laughs> but um, I don't know, as an adult, like, I, you know, this is, this is not unique to, you know, like a dragon, but I think just the lack of travel that's been happening this year, like there's, the second you went to um, uh, Sotenbori, I was yeah. just like, I got kind of choked up because, <sighs> and also, uh, I mean, I, I went there, uh, I went there two years ago for my honeymoon or something, and I definitely went to that um, that big ass Don Quixote a whole lot of times and bought a lot of very yep. stupid things there. <laughs> Same. And when I showed up and I like looked up and I was like, I'm going to go to Don Quixote. And I go there and they're like, it's all boarded up and there's a robot outside. <laughs> what happened? Um, so I met, I went from basically like being kind of teared up and like nostalgic and just generally frustrated at the state of the world. But then also 
uh, laughing my ass off because they had turned Don Quixote into like a secret MMA arena. There <laughs> yeah. it is. There's the underground battleship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah there, there you it go. Is. Yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> Real quick, did y'all? So did y'all struggle with the the fight against Majima and Saijima? Because I did. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I had to go back and grind. Yeah. I was over prepared. No, that, that and Kiryu were like the two. Yes, the two kind too. of like just. Also, oh, I need to talk about the fact that if you know stuff about the characters, you can use that in the fight. Kiryu doesn't hit women, so if you have women yes. in your party, he doesn't hit them. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 so I was waiting to tell someone this until they made it to that point, and I think Ben, you were the first one yeah. to finish like a dragon. I DM'd you like, do you did you notice this? Is that like because wow. um, Nagoshi always says like, oh, I, I don't want to put Kiryu in Tekken because you know, he doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't hit women and all that. I'm like, it, it's it's kind of a you know, it's 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 a thing that he said. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. But then that that's actually a mechanic in the game. So I noticed this halfway through the fight when I because I have Psycho in my party as the healer, and I was like, wait, Psycho hasn't she? Has, Psycho, she Psycho hasn't taken any damage. Yeah. Like, why is she always at full health? And then in that fight, Kiryu does a thing when it's his turn. He'll turn to somebody, and if he turns to like Psycho or Eri, he'll then turn to somebody else and then attack them. So that's kind of a it's kind of a tip right there, but it's also like if you know, you know, and if you notice, you're like, oh shit! I, I literally felt like the smartest person ever because I, I was like, I'm gonna go into this fight. I know where I'm headed. I'm, I know this thing about this man. I'm gonna try this out. And it, I he oh, did it like three yeah. times, and I'm like, is he actually not like gonna hit her? This is like he won't attack. He won't attack. This is so. wild. Uh, but yeah, yeah it was. It's really neat. And little stuff like that's kind of kind of really red. But yeah, I, I didn't have too much trouble with a lot of the fights because I do my JRPG over preparedness thing. I was like 20 levels over Majima and Sajima. Oh, yeah. Because I, I was I was hurrying up. I was like, fuck, I got to finish yeah, this yeah. game tonight. I got how many more fucking chapters are in this thing? Uh, then obviously you get to the Millennium Tower and you got to go through f- 10 floors. And I was like, at the end, I was like, oh, I wish there were 10 more floors to go through. <laughs> I missed this game. Um, but yeah. Sean Lucas, like any uh, any like small things that you want to mention, you want to add that you want to bring up that meant a lot to you. Yeah, I really loved the little conversations the characters have, like as you're like wandering around in the world Mm -hmm. and they're like interacting with each other and they're saying things. I love the the secret conversations you get at restaurants where if you go to a restaurant and you order a particular food and you have a particular party member, they will have a whole conversation about that food and they'll talk about it. And there are like, I looked it up, there are like 40 of those just like in the game. Like there are a ton of them and they're, they're these really great conversations that they just sprinkle in that you'll, you'll see like a third of them. And I, I love when games like do stuff like that. They go that extra mile just to like put in as like much detail as possible to make the characters just like feel alive and feel like friends and then i mean it's it's crazy you like you will learn stuff about food from these games mm-hmm. yeah i learned a lot mm-hmm. about food too <laughs> like jungi Jun- han talking about kalbi i was like oh i didn't i didn't know what that's that's what that meant okay yeah cool. yeah like that that's awesome um the i loved the fact that they um went to the effort in the opening of uh Kamurocho to actually like depict it in the way it would look in the in like 2001 so like millennium tower still being built some of the restaurants were actually changed did they i think what they the way they did it is they used like the kiwami 2 version of uh Kamurocho and then when you go into the future they use like the yakuza 6 version of Kamurocho but like there actually are a couple shops that changed so for example there's the um ginkgo ball tavern in the corner 
that I, I remember when I played Yakuza 2 and I like that was like my favorite shop to go to. And then you go to Yakuza 3 and they replaced it with a gelato shop. And I was like devastated because I was like, oh, no, that's where I went to get my health all the time because it was like a prime location in the, you know, in the middle of the map. And then eventually they like shut it down completely. And I was like, no, that was like where I went all the time to oh. get health. And then <laughs> in this game, the tavern is back there in that same spot at the beginning. And I was like, oh, this brought it back. And then when you come back, it's closed down again. And I was like, oh, almost. So I love that they like that is the kind of attention to detail like that for what is like, you know, an hour or two of the opening of the game. Like that's a lot of effort to go through just to like keep that continuity. And the fact that they like bothered to do that is like, man, they like really care about like, you know, just keeping keeping it feeling like a consistent world. Ben, what you got? Uh, for me, it's pretty much just it, it in the time that we're we're not able to like hang out with friends. Having a game that's focused on the importance of friends kind of got me a lot, and like sure, all the crazy wild story like twists and turns and and cameos and character things that happened were all really big and great, but. The one moment that always sticks out for me is the the one after the funeral, uh, where Psycho is like, kind of kind of not having a good time and is like, I'm alone. I don't have anyone here. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh yeah. And mm. Ichiban like crouches down and looks her in the eyes, like on her level, and is like, "You're not alone. You have us." Yeah. And that, like more than than any other thing, I think stuck with me a lot. And I still think about that and I still tear up and it's real good. And yeah, man, I, I like, I like friends and I like a game that tells me friends are good. <laughs> so yeah, that's, yeah, that's it for me. I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. Cause like that was the moment. Uh, Cause that happens in like chapter five. So it's like not even in the middle of the game. It's, it's this perfect moment that cause uh, Nanba and Adachi and Ichiban both, uh, they all look at you like, Damn, are we, we really gonna like put put all our effort into like into in having her join our group and uh, like fight struggles with her? And Ichiban's like, hell yeah! What do you think this is? Like, let's go! And like that that moment because uh, like Ichiban is such an expressive character. You see it in his eyes. You see it in the way he moves his face. Uh, that he's like he's very sincere and like he means that stuff. And shit, man, it's like. Cause I feel like that with the people that I know and to have that. So like depicted so accurately and so sincere in, in the game, it's that moment. I already knew that I, I love Ichiban. Like that's, that's my guy. Um, and this game has a bunch of, has a bunch of moments like that. And I think that <laughs> that's also, I think that anyone who, who, uh, who finishes this game needs to go and watch the Ichiban Ka music video. Yes. Mm. Where the there's the the translated lyrics are you get the captions in the in the in the video and obviously the song is in Japanese so if you don't understand Japanese you don't uh, know what they're saying but there's a translation of it and it's this it's that song is so heartfelt and it I I don't know how to it's it, I don't know how to describe it's bittersweet because the whole song is like it's it's two things it's an it's kind of the song says we accept you Ichiban even if even if you like you're you've been through a lot of shit even if you're new here we are accepting you you're now part of the yakuza family but that song was also like representative of all the shit that he fights through and 
uh, I, I think I think it's just a, it's it's a really beautiful song that encapsulates the whole the whole feeling of Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, and also like so, so other small things too, like y'all mentioned Sotenbori, like that moment where you have to go, where you're chilling in the grand with everyone, and then Ichiban's like, "Now we gotta go outside, man. I can't I can't handle this this tension, this pressure." So you you go outside, and I'm I'm like, "Yo, I." I I didn't know we were going to go to Sotenbori. And you know, I was looking over the river because you can go first person. I was just looking over the river like, damn, I can't believe like uh, the, the game is incorporating all these different things from different Yakuza games. And I was just chilling there. And I didn't know there was going to be random fights. Like there's going to be um, enemies. <laughs> there's going to be enemies there. And then so you, the enemies walk across you and the battle starts. Mm-hmm. And the fucking yeah. Sotenbori battle theme kicks up. Ooh. Where it's like, da, 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 da. Like, I was like, yo, yo, let's fucking go. I'm about to beat a motherfucker's ass right now. Because it is literally like one of the best battle themes in all of video games, bro. It is just like such a such a wild composition of of just like, just wild jazz rock and that 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 song brings back so many memories of like i'm ready to f- beat someone's ass and i didn't expect it to play because i didn't know it was i it was just i was just chilling and then it kicked up i'm like all I, I literally i stood up from my couch and i was like let's go <laughs> i was ready to square up I'm like yo i love this song so much and it's like little things like that that call back to yakuza like the entire series that aren't so on the nose um uh, I just I don't know. It, it's it's like it's like uh, RGG Studios knows they know what we love about these games, and they go all all in on it, and they execute them extremely well. So yeah, uh, yeah. There, there's there's just so much so much about Yakuza. Uh, anything else before we close this out, y'all? Uh, quick thing also about Ichibanka that is really good, besides the fact that it's just a good song, is knowing the translated lyrics, uh, hearing that the chorus is literally the last words that Masato tells him. Like oh. it sound, it sounds like a really like big triumphant song that is definitely like a dual meaning, like welcoming him, welcoming him in. But it's also, it's cheering Ichiban on to like go mm-hmm. and live his life, yeah. do what he's got to do. It's, it's an all time banger, and it it gets you emotional. There's a lot to it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas. We are at about an hour and forty minutes through this through Ooh. this thing. We said we were gonna go about an hour to hour and a half, but I feel like, yo, there's this game it's is a big, it's a yeah, big, it's a big game. game. It's a big, it's game. a long game, 40, yeah. 50 hours. You know what I'm saying? And it is packed. It is packed with mini games, side stories, uh, elements within the main story that we probably didn't even get to touch on. Um, but yeah, this uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is something extremely extremely special to us. Obviously, because we gathered here to talk about it today, uh, but. Yeah, we we can we can keep going on because there's so much to dig into, <laughs> but we'll probably we'll probably uh, call it there. And yeah, uh, like for those who listened, uh, thank y'all for for listening to this because uh, we probably love Yakuza Like a Dragon as much as y'all. And uh, if there's, you know, y'all know where to find us on the GameSpot Discord. Y'all follow us on Twitter and all that too. If there's anything that stood out to you that you want to mention, definitely let us know. But uh, yeah, we obviously I. We, we, we can't do this by themselves by ourselves so in in the like a dragon uh sentiment we banded together as friends to uh to accomplish a goal and so i want to i want to give that that credit to y'all so max scoville of ign where can folks find you and what are you working on that you want to shout out oh boy you can find me on twitter at max scoville or instagram max scoville it's the, it's just my name with the little thing at the front of it the at thing 
Uh, and you can find me most weeks on IGN's PlayStation podcast, Podcast Beyond, where we, uh, whenever the new Yakuza game comes out, I usually try to get everyone else to play it, and they always <laughs> say they will, and they never do. Um, but doing we talk God's about work. other games, too. Yeah, right? Just trying. <laughs> I try. Uh, and, yeah, I'm about to go on paternity leave because my wife is having a babby very soon. So um, you won't be able to find me most places, but I, I, I don't know. I do exist on the Internet, so there's that. Yeah. Oh, and I do the uh, a very bad off-color comedy podcast called The Comedy Button, which we've been doing for like 11 years or something, which is just on the <laughs> internet, wherever they keep the podcast. Uh, I have a question. Are you still doing Up at Noon? Not or really. Up at Five? It's, we were doing it, and then they were like, the holiday break happened, and then they were like, we, we don't have time for that or something. Yeah. So, you know. Mm. Damn. But anyway, yeah. hey, shouts shout out to you, Max, because you are, you are a pop-in. You are one of the one of the one of the dudes that many of us look up to oh, thanks, uh, so man. so yeah like yo when, when we, we see shit when I, when I see you on, on videos doing your thing i'm like that's my guy how do i get like that how do i get on that level uh, because obviously like you've been doing it well for a very long time and uh it's 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 it's, it's wild to uh connect with folks like you uh so like real talk man you like you're busy obviously you're about to start a family so I really, we all really appreciate your time uh, kicking with us to talk yeah, of about. Of course, thank. I mean, it's honestly, it's it's nice to actually talk about Yakuza with people because most <laughs> of the time, it's like, you know, it's more of like you early. preaching to try to convince someone to play the games. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's somebody being like, I'm gonna finally give Zero a shot, or they're like, I'm gonna finally give it a shot. Which one do I play first? And I'm like, you don't listen to me, or they'll be like, <laughs> I played like the first two and a half hours. Like it doesn't get good till the third hour. You know. It's, <laughs> We've all been there. We know yep. how it is. Yeah. So very much, very much appreciate your time and your wisdom and knowledge, Max. Uh, ben, Jenka, where can folks find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter.com at Ben Jenka. It's just my name also with an at in front of it. Uh, I apologize in advance. But uh, I, uh, I'm i also really glad that I get to sit here and talk with you guys about Yakuza it's been a long time and that franchise has come a long way and it makes me really happy. Like mm-hmm. even while we were doing this, just sitting here, I, I got caught up just listening to you guys be excited about it. And that made me really happy and I'm glad that people like these games. Damn. Yeah. Ben's Ben's been the veteran. He's been the one preaching since uh, earlier than all of us. So uh, shouts out to you, Ben, for finally uh, convincing a lot of folks to do it. And you know what? It's, I feel like you've had a 100% success rate <laughs> with your conversion. You're really loud all the time. Play Yakuza. Danganronpa's the next one. Play Danganronpa. Yeah. It's a harder <laughs> Yeah, That's the next oh, one I have to get on. Man. Jean-Luc, where can the folks find you? You can find me at Jean-Luc Sepke on Twitter. Uh, and I don't got anything, anything big coming up that I can think of. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm around. I'm doing stuff. Uh, trying to do more of these spoiler casts. We've been trying to make this more of a thing. Do these more on the regular. Um, you know, I did one on the medium with uh, uh, Jordan Ramey and Phil Hornshaw. So if you haven't seen that or played that game, you want to check those out. Um, and if you want us to see do more of these types of spoiler casts, like, you know, hit me up with what kind of game you want to see. Uh, I, I love doing these kinds of things or getting the right people on to do this kind of stuff. Because, uh, you know, it's just fun to sit down and and just like, you know, Talk about games we love and just yeah. shoot the shit, man. I feel you on that. So yeah, uh, Jean-Luc actually put this uh, put this together. So shouts out to you, my guy. 
thank you so much uh, for for making this happen. But uh, yeah, you can find me and all of my bullshit at Michael P. Hyam on Twitter. Yo, you want to see old pictures of me from middle school, high school. You want to see me faded as fuck. Um, <laughs> Uh, tweeting about how I'm crying over Final Fantasy 14 intro trailers. That's another thing that Ben Jacob also got me into. Or if you want to see me crying about Persona, um, man, I got some content for y'all. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Um, obviously, I'm covering uh, Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker. Got a lot of things around that. Persona 5 Strikers is hot right now. Uh, obviously, that review went up quite a while ago. But if y'all are jumping into that now because it's um, either has released or is releasing soon, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, that game's popping. I got y'all covered on that. Uh, but yeah, I I really appreciate y'all's time. Uh, whether you're listening, or if your name is Jean-Luc Seipke, Max Scoville, or Ben Jenka, I really, really do appreciate people's time. And there is no better inspiration in the world than Kasuga Ichiban in Yakuza Like a Dragon. So I'm just saying, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, with that. We'll leave y'all to it. So get to it and do it. Be a good person out there and check out the great work uh, the all the folks at GameSpot.com. And also, yo, it's it's not it's not website wars no more. We got love for IGN too. So <laughs> hop over to IGN, man. You know, it's, we got a lot of homies over there who are doing good work. It's okay. As There's well. not enough Yakuza coverage, though. You know, that, that's that's what that's what there we're banding yeah. together to do. So. Uh, but yeah, GameSpot, IGN collaboration. It's good to do this thing. So uh, with that. Peace, y'all.